0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Doze Knows. Hope you guys have had a great week. I know I have. Uh, Just having fun, getting ready for these hurricanes that are coming right now. We're kind of getting surrounded, and they're coming up the bottom of the island. So uh, we're supposed to be hit sometime later today, but we'll see. Uh, Big shout out to my sponsors for making this happen. Kona Boys, Hurley, Kona Coffee and Tea, GoPro, Maverick Sport Fishing, Deuce Gym, and Original Nutritionals. Don't forget, you guys can find me on all social media outlets. Uh, Dozer Dave on Instagram. Dozer Dave Barnett on Facebook. Dozer Dave Nose on Twitter. And also hit my website, dozenose.com. You guys get to see all the cool stuff that all my guests were able to give me, whether it's photos or links to their own websites or uh, just some really cool videos that showcase their talents and uh, lifestyle. Uh, This week, I have a great guest, a good friend of mine, Matt Miola from Maui. You guys probably remember him from, he did this thing he invented called the 540 Spindle Flip. Only person in the world that's ever done it. And yeah, this guy managed to land it. Uh, He tells us all about the story of how it happened and where he's going at now with the progression of aerial surfing. Um Matt, welcome to the show. Don't
1: everybody knows, goes, no, don't Everybody knows ghost no Everybody knows ghosts. And if you don't know, now you don't go, everybody knows, goes, knows.
0: Matt, welcome to Doe's Nose. It's been a while. We've been doing this for a while.
1: <laughs> we're on take what, four now? <laughs> yeah, no, this is take three. I <laughs> think right. the
0: first one we did, we had a whole bunch of the boys. No, no, this is take four. Take four, is it?
1: We just did take three. Oh we my God, it is. We forgot to hit record.
0: We forgot to hit record. God, we're <laughs> fucking idiots, aren't we? <laughs> doe's doesn't know shit, man. People, people all, always ask me, they're like, what does Doe's Nose mean? You know, what do you know? Everything I'm like, no, I, d- I know nothing. It's, you got that it's, big nose, it's the nose, exactly. <laughs> Doze's nose, but uh, it's, it's all about the people that I know, and you happen to be one of the people that I know, yep. And you're an incredible human being, you're one of my close friends. Um, we've had so many fun experiences together, and mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just fun to be able to sit down and bullshit right on a microphone. Yep. So everybody else can hear what we usually talk about. And right now we're sitting here in a Haiku, right here in Maui. It's a beautiful day. Yep. I can see why you live here. Because every single time I come here, it's just stunning. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. I never see it rain here, but yet everything's no, so
1: freaking green. You, you just miss the rain, man. It's been like the wettest summer I've ever seen here. Really? Yeah, you're lucky out right now.
0: Wow. Well, I know we have a couple of hurricanes coming our way. Um, Today's Monday. There's supposed to be one hitting us Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming straight from my island, the big island. They always
1: always come after you. You guys block us. They always come after me, yes. Yeah. But our
0: mountains also destroy them, too. Yeah, that's true. Those things are so big. They're 14,000 feet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, then I think we have another one coming this weekend. Another so one after that. Another one right on its tail.
1: They always come in, in pairs. In pairs. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You remember last year, it was the El Nino year, mm-hmm. and there was at one point, we were surrounded by five. Yeah, I remember five that. Five Category 4 hurricanes all around the islands. Mm-hmm. It was like within a couple of hundred miles of each other, all around us. And it was like, what the hell is going on? It was
1: really weird because they were... I don't know how many times last summer they, they were calling for us just to get slammed obliterated and we we just keep lucking out, man. They'd show up and it would just be like, just like a little minor tropical storm at least over here on Maui. And it was just, everyone's teasing guy hoggy because he says, yeah, calling him lie hoggy, (laughs) the weatherman. And Oh man, that, but I actually like the hurricanes because they bring surf and they bring, uh, Strong winds at first, which right. is good for hunting. Mm-hmm. And then usually during the hurricane, you get that kind of uh, dead wind. Uh-huh. That's good for surfing, and it. And then they they come from the east, which brings east swell, and that lights up lights up a lot of good spots on Maui. So
0: yeah, and last year was an incredible friggin' year for for surf too. Yeah, with it not just the hurricanes storming through during the summer. Mm -hmm. but it was that El Nino year. And so we had one of the most amazing giant wave sessions uh, continuously. It was like every couple of days there was another big storm and nobody had a chance to really recover Mm -hmm. and get their bodies because being out there in those big waves, you know, you surf jaws, you're famous for going left out there. And that's really big and gnarly and you don't really have, Everybody's over on the right. They're watching everybody on that right. You don't really have the jet ski assist on the left over there. Yeah, and you got a lot less gnarly. eyes on you. That's yeah. for
1: sure. I uh, I don't go out anymore unless I have someone just watching me, like strictly watching me and making sure I'm all right because right. it's just not worth it to me.
0: How is it, how is it going? Well, I know you're a goofy foot like myself. Yep. Yeah. Um, Going left is obviously going to be easier for us. Yeah. Have you gone right at jobs? Yeah, I've How gone right a bunch.
1: Um, <laughs> it's tricky. Uh, it's just when you're going that fast and, and hitting those big chops and you're mm-hmm. on those big boards, it's just a, hard to set your line. And um, it's just a little trickier. Um, I don't not like it. Right but I do get a lot more waves on the left there's not as many people over there battling mm-hmm. when when we first started paddling I went right a lot because it wasn't as crowded but now it's just such a it's such a shit show out
0: there it's like you almost have to go left if you want to wave
1: yeah I mean I could I'm not a very aggressive guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and so for me to and I'm scared shitless when I'm out there, so for me to be out there and scared and then have to be like, okay, now i got to battle these guys all surrounding me, it's just like kind of a mind fuck. So when I'm on the left, I'm in my own little world, mm-hmm. and I can get a big wave and be happy. Now, you're sitting
0: over there with guys like Healy, mm-hmm. and who else?
1: Marlon likes the left, yes. my good buddy. Marlon Lewis. caught a Marlon huge Lewis. wave last year. Um, you know, there's... There's guys who go left, for sure. There's
0: so many underground guys over here, too.
1: There is. It's
0: like your whole crew. You know, there's a few standout names Mm -hmm. that the world knows about, but there's so many other guys that you guys all grew up with. You're all good friends. Yep. And you guys were out there, and you're charging.
1: Yeah, we all kind of grew up together, and I guess we all push each other, and I mean... That, yeah, the big name guys are uh, the big name guys, but out at Jaws, anyone can get that wave of the day. I anyone. mean, it could be anybody. But there it's just... there
0: are special people out there that um, command the respect. Yes, and that the waves just seem to come to them. Yeah, people like Shane Dorton.
1: Shane and Albie,
0: Shane and Albie are and Ian Walsh mm-hmm. are pretty much the kings out there. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a dry throat here. So keep... I'm going to take a little drink of water. But yeah, they're the, pretty much the kings out there. And, uh, you know, Albie likes that more of that inside bowl. Sh- yeah. Where Shane likes, you know, way out deep mm-hmm. on the really, really big ones. Yep. And then likes to bring it into that bowl. Yep. So, um, but then you got, you got guys like Billy Kemper... No. Billy's gnarly. Billy's gnarly. He's just, uh, he won the the first big wave Jaws event there mm-hmm. last Billy year. Billy
1: gets a lot of good big waves. Yeah. He's, yeah, when he goes out, he usually catches a lot of waves. Mm-hmm. He takes control of the lineup. Like, he's, he's a pretty aggressive yeah. kind of guy, you know?
0: Yeah. Hence winning the event. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: You could tell he wanted
0: to win. He wanted it bad. Mm-hmm. He wanted it really bad. Yeah. And I think he got a new truck out of that, too.
1: <laughs> you all right.
0: Yeah. I just got a... Uh, when you talk so much, you get a little bit of a... Tickle. Tickle. You know, tickle. <laughs> so it's the haiku tickle, we'll call it. <laughs> so, but yeah, he caught some good ones. Uh, won the event. Mm-hmm. And it just was a humongous standout. I know by the time they got to the finals, Shane was telling me that him and Ian had taken so many wipeouts. Uh, they really didn't even want to be in the finals. It was, I could imagine The that. beatings were just horrendous.
1: Yeah. I I go out there, and usually if I fall once, I'm kind of done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just go, all right. Where's but that's because usually if you fall, you break your board, or your board ends up on the rocks, and I don't have, like, a huge quiver of big boards like sure. some of these other guys um, because... Really, the big wave thing isn't my main focus. It's uh-huh. just some—it's a personal thing for me to go do and get a couple when I when I'm feeling like it. Mm-hmm. Whereas these other guys, like that's their job and it's well, their.
0: you're a, you're a little guy. How tall are you?
1: Five seven.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're a little bit smaller than your I'm, average I'm pro light. surfer, I'm and very you're super light. light.
1: I'm like one twenty-five, one thirty on a good day.
0: So you could actually win one of these big wave things. You know, the biggest wave of the year because you know they they work by the size of the person comparison to the wave. So if you get a good photo out there,
1: should I just tell everyone I'm like 6'4"?
0: I would tell <laughs> everyone you're 6'4". <six>, <laughs> they Walk come a, to
1: do the interviews. I'm I got stilts on stilts and
0: stilts or stacks, you know like they <laughs> did yeah. in in, yeah. the Kiss did back in <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, you could win some big money doing that. Mhm. I, I swear
1: I I I've, Few years back, I got nominated for mo- the monster paddle thing, uh-huh. and uh, it's like the wave looks huge, but I am pretty small. Right. So it's like, oh, I wonder how big it really was. <laughs> but no, it was a big wave. I it was still my biggest wave for sure. Now
0: your claim to fame is, you know, you're an aerial master, and everybody knows it. Um, you've you have accomplished something that nobody's ever done before. Um, there's it's it's called the 540 Spindle Flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, you invented it. Um, a 540 is pretty much um, a 360 and a half, right? Yes. And um, only two people have ever, ever done it. It would be you and Kelly Slater. Mm-hmm. But both of you did a different variation of it. Can yeah. you kind of break it down for me?
1: Yeah, so what Kelly did, it would be like a, I, I guess, a standard 540. Um, and he just, man, I remember when I saw it, I was just blown away because I had been wanting what to do What would it. you
0: call a standard 540? A how three, how uh, would you do that? You, you so You pump down the line,
1: hit the section, and, and then he did, in the air, a 360 and a half. Uh-huh. But it wasn't like a, um, it is I really think he, clean he did grab, too. he grabbed, I want to say with both hands on one rail, which is pretty cool, you know, don't, don't see many people do that grab.
0: harder, right?
1: I'd say it's probably pretty hard. I've never actually done it. Mm -hmm. But I thought it looked cool, and it probably helped spin the rotation faster. And he just spun so fast. He just – man, it was so cool. I was – when he did it, I had been trying it for so long, Mm -hmm. the 540, and I really wanted to land one. And he wasn't the guy I thought that I was, like, kind of battling to do it because, you know, he's so focused on the contest and –
0: He's the he's the you last. When you think of Kelly, he's forty you don't something think, years old.
1: Yeah. yeah, you don't think of the, him going out and trying these airs every day, right? And of course, he's just the best surfer in the world, and he just pulls it out of his pocket, probably like first try. Uh huh. And I texted him. And I was just like, "Wow, I don't." I remember I said he was in. I think he was in Portugal.
0: Yes, that's and, where he did it. Yeah, and
1: I. I looked at the time difference and I said, okay, if I do one today, that means I actually beat you on the world clock. <laughs> and he's like, okay, if you do one today, you can name it. I didn't do one. I went down to the beach. It was just flat. <laughs> You're like, fuck. Oh. Uh, yeah, but it was pretty funny. But, man, Kelly's just so inspiring. He, he's he been my favorite surfer since I was a tiny little kid, and he still
0: is. Yeah, I think he's pretty much everybody's favorite surfer. You yep. know, it's um, what he's accomplished Throughout his career, um, nobody else has even came close. Um, yeah. We're just as before we started this podcast, we were watching the replay of the Chopu Tahiti contest yeah. where he just dominated the lineup. Yeah, and he was just on fire. He was on fire. It was
1: funny because we were watching and he had that heat where he got the the two tens, I believe. And uh, Kai goes, "Oh, he peaked too early."
0: <laughs> right? And he didn't. He, he just did. kept it going. He kept it going. He yeah. felt it. He was having so much fun. And when you see Kelly out there having fun, yep. oh, my God, nobody stands a chance. No. Because at that point, he just he gets in a mindset of this is I'm a little kid and I'm at Magic Mountain and this is the best day of my life. And I'm going to maximize it to its full mm-hmm. fullest. And, and he goes out there and he does it. Mm-hmm. and Tahiti's a wave that is like a magic mountain and he just goes out there and but his you know it wasn't just his barrel riding performance but it was his turns afterwards they were just as good as his barrel riding
1: when you're like really having fun you surf your best you're you're just uh, it's just like everything's on point you know mm-hmm. but like, I remember he had said he was like um, you know you do notice that over the past few years, the events he's done good in are events where the waves were really good. Yeah. And he says it. He's like, you know, it's hard for me to get motivated in in the Junker mm-hmm. surf. And you can't blame him. He's been doing it for so long. Like, for so shitty waves, to it'd be hard to get excited, you know? Right. So when the waves are good like that and he's excited, he just kills it. It's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, and the other thing is when he's got a really good competitor... Mm -hmm. there's something that is motivating him for that. Maybe the waves do suck, Mm -hmm. but Andy's right there, and he's on his heels. They're going for a world title. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put every single thing I have into it. Yeah. And boom, and that's when he shines. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's, you know, after winning 11 world titles, 55 events, you know, it's just, you could see where he could start to get jaded. Yeah. And... and um. Yeah, I'm just motivated. surprised
1: it didn't happen a long time ago
0: yeah I want I would love to see him get another a, a 12th world title
1: me too but I' at this point I want John John to win really bad
0: <laughs> yeah of course well he's yeah. another one of our good friends and he's got, he's only 22 years old mm-hmm. he has got a lot of world titles to win too yes but he has also got a lot of up-and-coming pro surfers that are Right there, giving him those same battles that Kelly got from Andy.
1: Yeah, that he, Gabby. Gabby's that he, man.
0: such an intense competitor. Mm-hmm. Have you ever surfed with him?
1: Um, I believe I've been in the water and seen him, but I i don't think I've really had a session with him. Yeah, because no.
0: you're both goofy footers. Yeah. And you're both aerial I'd love wizards. to do a trip
1: with him and just take notes. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I'm sure he would want to take notes from you as well, too. Oh, that'd um, be nice. You know, let's I, I wish let's go back to your 540. Mm-hmm. You know, break that one down. We talked about Kelly's 540. Yeah, but you know, you you have done something that nobody else has ever done, the spindle flip. And how yeah. did you how did you come up with the name of the spindle flip?
1: Well, it's the spindle flip 540, and um, the reason I called it that is because I think two years before I did it, I did a move that. I called the spindle flip uh-huh. that I don't think anyone's done. And that's why I named it. Um, what is the spindle flip? It's basically, so if you're going front side with your, you know, for those of you who don't know what front side is, your uh, chest is facing the wave when you're right. going down the line and you come up to the lip to do an air, you do a rollo, but you roll towards the wave. Gotcha. And it's just a, it's like a, Kind of a spirally rotation, uh-huh. and you roll towards the wave. And going front side and rolling that way, it's just this really awkward spin. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember when I first did it, it was an accident. I was, I was trying to backflip and then I hit, hit the section weird and it, I ended up doing this weird rotation. I pulled it and I was like, whoa, that was the weirdest thing I've ever done. And then I started trying them and I, I've landed a few more since then.
0: Yeah, because most people, when they're going down the line and they're, they're going front side and they hit that lip, they're turning opposite way. So yeah. they would be now, instead of facing the open ocean, they'd be facing, they would hit up, do the air, up into the air, and start to go back towards land yep. and come back around that way.
1: Yeah. So this is, so, so the spindle flip 540 is doing a rollo towards, the, in an inward rollo towards the lip, but at the same time doing a 540 rotation. <sighs> so it's, I don't know, it looks, it's really hard to explain unless you see it and like uh-huh. watch it in slow motion and like click by click to yeah. grasp the actual rotation. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of ended up finally happening. <laughs>
0: Dude, when that happened, you were all over the Internet, everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, this just happened.
1: Yeah, well, what, what had happened is I landed. It was like my best day ever uh-huh. in, in my whole life, I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was probably the happiest I've ever been. Um, and then I didn't release it for a long time. Really? So I had it. I had you done it, and I had the it. footage, and and only a few people had really seen it, and um, the word
0: started getting around.
1: Yeah, and then word got out, and that I had done something like pretty cool, and I had all these different magazines wanting it and wanting to be the first ones to put it out, and it turned into this like crazy thing where I was a like hoarding this footage, like who's <laughs> gonna get it, and like what do, what do I do, and it it actually started just to turn this like awesome thing I did into a negative thing. Cause it was starting to drive me crazy. Like huh. what do I do? Like what's the smartest thing I can do sure. to,
0: and yeah, I ended how up to just, release this.
1: Yeah. So I ended up just releasing it, um, in an, in a full edit I made with a bunch of other surfing and it was mm-hmm. the last wave. And then I kind of just let all the websites grab it and post it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now was it a video type, um, Deal where uh, people had to go buy the video, or is it just no? It was just a, a,
1: a Vimeo link. It was uh, Matt Miola and the edits called Home uh-huh. because it's all footage from Maui.
0: How many hits did you get off that?
1: Um, I think the that edit has, I want to say, close to four hundred thousand hits. Wow,
0: was it like one of those days where, you know, you see it in the movies or on TV where somebody releases something and all of a sudden it just goes viral. Yeah. And you're watching the numbers just click, 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 yeah, click. Yeah, like,
1: well, I posted like a teaser on Instagram, and then everyone posted it on Instagram. I think it probably got more hits through Instagram because uh-huh. you know through everybody's different sites. I, I don't know sure. how you can really calculate that, but um, yeah, that was the pretty much the highlight of my career so far. It was a good day.
0: And when was that? That was just a couple of years ago.
1: That was um, at the end of not this. Past winner but the winner before
0: uh-huh yeah and you just released something a couple of months ago because I posted it on my mm-hmm. social media yeah <laughs> and it was purple rain purple rain right yeah, after w- Prince died yeah it was like it was a, kind of a little tribute
1: yeah it was funny because I wouldn't say I'm the hugest prince fan
0: mm-hmm um, I like you guys his... are about the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you totally wearing those same little outfits. Maybe, uh, maybe I should do that, that s- for Halloween. We're you getting should. close. You, you have the perfect sense of humor for it. You know? <laughs> That'd you be, be funny. You could be like a uh, uh, little Prince slash, um, what's the Dr. Pepper guy? You know, the the little, have you seen the Dr. Pepper no. commercials? Uh, little Sweet, they call him. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen <it>. him. <laughs> he looks just like Prince and uh yeah you guys can do kind of a combination of right. of little sweet and prince yeah. and yeah
1: but anyway so the Pearl way prince. that edit and edit <laughs> ended up happening is um prince had just died so everyone was talking about him and we were trying to figure out what song to use for this highlight reel I wanted to do and then I was my girlfriend is a huge prince fan she uh-huh. loves prince's music her first dog was named prince and uh I was like, oh, it'd be so funny to y- color color all the footage purple mm-hmm. and make it a Prince song and then show it to Casey because she would just be so stoked. Right. And then we did it, and then we were like, why don't we just make this the edit? Like, it's appropriate at this time. And, yeah. And, and then after, like, editing it and hearing the song so many times, I became, like, a bigger and bigger Prince fan. and And then I found out that he has the same birthday as me. What? And then he... And there was a few other weird things. He, uh, his favorite food is kimchi, and I'm like the kimchi king. Uh-huh. I love kimchi. Like, so it was like really weird. Like, all these things we found out happened. You both after- love to
0: ride motorcycles.
1: No, I'm not a motorcycle dude.
0: No. No. Well, you have some, uh, your sister plays guitar, so there's a well, connection right no, there
1: she, too. she 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 she's more she doodles on the guitar. She's more of a vocalist. Right. Yeah yeah i play guitar a little bit do you
0: well see there you go
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah a lot of a lot of coincidences right there my friend strange i would definitely it's, I think say it's halloween. That you might have to be prince for halloween mm-hmm. maybe my girlfriend would like me more she might <laughs> she might she's already trying to mold you into somebody anyway that's how girls do <laughs> we love casey she's a sweetheart but yeah She's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what else has been going on since that five forty? You've just claimed to fame It just rocketed, rocketed you out there. Mm-hmm. What kind of boards do you ride? You ride those? Um, are you riding the super boards like uh, Clay r- Marzo?
1: Right now, I'm riding a bit of everything. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, a lot of different guys have been making me really good boards. Mm. Um, What's your favorite? Shoot. Who have I been riding? Uh, okay, well, this guy Keith Tabool over here, KT Surfboards, he's mm. been making me a bunch of boards. Um, Sean Ordinez is another local shaper who made me boards for years and still makes me boards. Um, so those are the two local shapers. And then um, Matt Biolis, I get mayhem's from him. Right. He's he's just yeah, his boards are awesome. I mean, uh,
0: he's he's a Southern California yeah um, shaper.
1: And then uh infinity surfboards in california they yeah. make me some boards and i've just been right now i'm just been riding a lot of different stuff and then i've actually been making a lot of my own boards
0: mm-hmm.
1: actually the the flip i did was on a board i made really it was i think it was the th- uh third board i ever made
0: well i've seen those ones that you had made um i like you know uh, a little bit bigger of a version for myself yeah but uh, yeah, your shapes are looking pretty dang good, my friend.
1: Yeah, the well, with the technology now, it's it makes it a lot easier for someone like me to, you know, I can, cause I, I know what a, I, I, know what I like, but for me mm. to hand shape that, that'd be really hard. But right. with the shaping machines, I can go on the computer program with my buddy Marlon, um, who knows how to work it really well. Mm. So I sit with him, and we just. I sit there and tell him what I want, and we just keep fine-tuning the file until it looks exactly how I want it. And then the machine pumps it out, and then his dad taught us how to um, finish shape and glass and and sand. So, yeah, for someone who has very... And Marlon's
0: dad is world-famous. Yeah,
1: Jimmy Lewis.
0: Jimmy Lewis. Yeah, so he makes
1: all the stand-up paddles, famous longboard shaper. Mm -hmm. um, So we're learning from, like you know, one of the best, one of the best. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: it's right here at home. Yep. Now when you're, um, you know, I noticed that, you know, a lot of the talk is Gabriel Medina's boards, you know, he's a humongous airless surfer as well mm-hmm. too. His boards are a lot thicker than everybody else is riding. A mm-hmm. lot of the guys are riding volumes of 26 to 28 liters where, um, Gabby's riding like Thirty-three liters mm-hmm. in volume.
1: But then you look at him; he's really stocky, like he's got these thick tree trunk legs,
0: uh-huh. and he's so and big, strong. Broad shoulders. He needs—I
1: think he needs a big board like that. Whereas John John actually rides a real small, kind of knifey-looking board for for how big he is. He's right. a lankier guy, but I mean, for how big John John is, I think he rides a pretty small board. Right. So I think it's just kind of what you're used to and. I'm really small and lanky and I think my boards are pretty beefy for someone my size. but I live on Maui where I surf most of the time is pretty choppy and windy and windy so that extra beef help, helps me so. right.
0: And that's one of the things I was wondering about. And when you're, you' know you're surfing over here in Maui, um, what are you looking for when you're looking for a section? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for that wave kind of closing out towards you?
1: Um, well, there's all kinds yeah, of... Every wave good for... a little, steep, little for bowl it.
0: section onto it, that just yeah. a little wedge part of it, uh, just where you can go, oh, my God, there's a little launch site right well, there.
1: Well, the number one thing you look for if you want to do airs is wind direction. Mm-hmm. If the wind direction is wrong, and it's almost impossible to do an air if it's a strong wind from the wrong direction.
0: Okay, so what makes a right direction?
1: The right direction for doing airs is anything blowing into you while you're going down the line. It can be side offshore or side onshore or gotcha. just straight sideshore. That's what you really want because it acts as like a... It, it just glues the board to your feet once you kick it up there into the wind.
0: Right. Now, I you know, I obviously... I, I think I've popped maybe a couple of aerials on accident mm-hmm. in my whole entire life, but um, yeah, that's one of the things I, w- I wonder about is how are you guys able to get that board to stick to your feet Yeah, as you're doing rotations like that, it's
1: all wind, and 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 you're
0: not doing a rail grab. mm -hmm. You know, it's hands free.
1: It's wind and angling your board at the right direction while you're in the air. If it's glassy, if there's no wind at all, you can still do good airs. But but the um yeah, you for sure feel it. It's crazy sometimes. Feel it under
0: your feet, under the board. The way the board's moving against. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah feel it more pushing towards your toes or pushing towards your heel. Yeah.
1: It's like a trippy feeling and you, yeah, you fully feel it.
0: Yeah. What, what kind of advice can you give to some of these kids that are com- up and coming that are wanting to become pro surfers like yourself, um, that want to become these extreme aerialists and you know, what what can you give to them to make them a better person? better well, surfer,
1: um, I think number one is having fun and not turning it into something that's, I don't know, I see like a lot of kids at the beach where their parents are, they're like these little kids and the parents are already trying to mold them into pro surfers and it's like, seems like too much pressure for someone that age and really they just need to have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it has to be something you love, first of all. Yeah. Yeah and this as soon as it starts feeling like work it's you know it's not gonna be fun anymore. yeah and then um i guess uh don't be afraid to try new things that seem impossible because i remember i used to try airs all the time and never land them and my dad would be like why do you keep trying that stuff like you're never gonna land that like why don't you just hit the lip instead or you know do what the other kids are doing like cutbacks and stuff and I was like, well, I wanted, you know, it's something I... I can do it. I
0: know I can.
1: One day, you know, I just was watching guys like, you know, uh, Taj and Kelly and Andy and Bruce, and I just wanted to be like them. Yeah. And they were doing the stuff. So it's like, you know, one day maybe I can. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to fall, but try to pull everything. Yeah. That's something that I feel like I watch in surfing and it's like, you see guys... Do something and last minute they go, ah, and they kind of kick the board away or they don't give 100% effort into pulling it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like no matter what, you should just try to pull
0: everything. Because you're only going to land in water.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you do have some gnarly landings sometimes. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, but.
0: A lot. A lot of ankles. A lot of knees. Yep. Um, get blown out. Oh, yeah. Broken. Mm-hmm. Um doing the aerial surfing. Yeah. <laughs> what that, causes that? Is that um just, landing in the flats? You know, yeah, because a lot of people heavy
1: heavy impact
0: just cuz what hard you want to do joints. is you want to come up, fly over, do your stuff, come back on the top of the wave and ride it back down, right? Yeah,
1: that's a way to do it. Um, but if there's you so land off the wave
0: the, in the flats, yeah, that's the hardest.
1: That yeah, that's really hard on your on your body, but mm-hmm. it does the cool thing about landing in the flats is it's like you're doing a bigger air. Because uh-huh. you're, the whole height of the wave, you're still in the air for that part. Sure. If that makes any sense. Yeah, so instead of landing on the top, you still have six more feet to drop down to the bottom, which mm-hmm. could give you a whole half a rotation more. Right. You know? So if... I don't know. I mean...
0: Like when you did your 540, where did you land? Um, where was your landing at? Kind
1: of mid-face. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, every wave's different and is going to launch you differently. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you land all well, different
0: there's also, ways. Well, there's also a trough that that gets created mm-hmm. as that wave comes down. Yeah, you
1: don't want to land in the trough. You don't want it because that thing will just
0: suck you up right in there. You'll yeah. just disappear.
1: Yeah, you don't want to land there, because that's where the whitewash is actually pushing up. Mm-hmm. And when that hits under your board, right where it's exploding, mm-hmm. that's a really easy way to get hurt because you have you're coming down really hard, plus you have this extra force pushing up, and you don't really know exactly how it's gonna hit. So that's a really easy way to like bust your knee or your ankle or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So luckily, you've been doing pretty good out there and been killing it. I've been super proud of you, bro. Well, thanks. And um, you're just you're an incredible human being. You we talked about. Your sister, uh, you know, having the vocals here. And she's just a talented human being as well. It just kind of runs in your family. And she was just over in, or she is, in California right now. We're going to get her on the podcast one of these days. Mm -hmm. And she just played the Ohana Festival. Yep. uh, With Eddie Vedder, Kelly Slater, Elvis Costello, all these greats. Yeah. And from what I saw, she killed it in front of a crowd that was just massive
1: it's crazy that the bigger the crowd is the better my sister does yeah. she has a for her she has she doesn't get nervous at all mm-hmm. and um it's weird it's like the bigger the crowd is the more motivated and more into it she gets and um it's such a trippy thing for for me to jump in front of that many people I just uh, right. I would freak out but She's, yeah, she's doing really good. I
0: thrive off of it. I, I, I would love to see a crowd like that, me in front of that crowd. Yeah, you're perfect for that. Oh, my gosh, it'll be so much fun. Have yeah. a live podcast with you in front of that crowd. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be, it'd be you
1: talking to me stuttering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was, no, she really, she did a fantastic job, and she's got such a beautiful voice, and she's been playing She's been being mentored by people like Willie Nelson mm-hmm. and uh, other great uh, country and blues and rock and artists. Yeah. And what would you say is her genre of her music style?
1: Well, right now she's working on a bunch of... She's been in L.A. for months writing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's getting a... I don't know what I would call it. I really don't know what to call it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to categorize yeah, it. We'll You'd have have, to, you'll have to hear it. You'll have to look for we'll her next album. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. And,
0: and her latest album just came out not too long ago. What was that?
1: That was her first album, and uh, she did that with the Nelsons. And she has some pretty cool songs on there, and then a lot of covers from
0: uh, We're talking about Willie Nelson and his son. We're not talking about the Nelson Twins. Yes. Yes, because I would actually look more like one of the Nelson twins <laughs> with his long blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> I've been called that before. Oh, bro, you're one of the Nelsons. I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not a Nelson.
1: Yeah, so I'd say the new stuff she's working on is is a bit different than the stuff on her first album. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you, you'll see soon, I'm sure.
0: I'm, I'm excited. Sure, I, w- I want to get her on this podcast and, you know, I do a bunch of concert promoting as well, too. You know, when I have people like G-Love and mm-hmm. Citizen Cope and stuff, they come into town and I, I put out a bunch of shows and yeah. I'm dying to have Lily come out and do some shows with us. Especially She'd probably if, love to. If, especially if she has nothing going on during the holidays because that's yep. when I do those guys' tours. All right, cool. And it's super fun. We can get her up there and, and have a blast with G Love. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd Those be two sick. Because they got really good personalities as well, too the two mm-hmm. of them. So, and I think as you start to get more comfortable in front of people, your personality really gets to get out there and show. And it shows yeah. that you're having fun, like you were talking about with your surfing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about getting out there and having fun. Yep. And then everybody else can see that. And that's what makes it even better. Yeah. So yeah. you just got back from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You were over there having fun. I was
1: there having fun. I was visiting uh, my girlfriend, I want to say close to four years now. It was the first time I met her family. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was a little nervous going over there. Uh-huh. Um, but they were the coolest people ever. I, d- I really didn't want to leave, but... um. I kind of had to, but... Um, they have a
0: huge ranch over there, don't they?
1: They've got... Yeah, they got a big piece of... I, I want to say it's close to 300 acres. Um, yeah, that's nice. Of just hay fields and woods and ponds. Are and, they farmers? Um, the mom has a bunch of goats, uh-huh. which uh, they're really cool. They um, they basically just maintain the land and, and keep the weeds down and stuff. And mm-hmm. then um, her dad has a bunch of cattle. Gotcha. And... I think that's just kind of their hobbies. The dad does uh, has his drywall business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was like stoked on being over there. We were riding the four wheelers around everywhere, mm-hmm. catching fish. Um, all the little ponds they have on their property have bass in them.
0: Probably catfish too. Yeah.
1: I don't know if they have catfish. Oh, I think we did catch one little catfish. Huh. We caught the catfish in the minnow trap. We were trying to catch a live bait for the bass, and we uh-huh. caught a little baby catfish. Wow! But um, no, it was cool. There's white-tailed deer and armadillos and armadillos. All kinds all I think
0: you shot an armadillo, didn't you? I did. I was kind of blown. Up. I was like, "What are you shooting an armadillo for, bro?"
1: Yeah. So, the the whole time, the mom and dad um, were telling me go shoot an armadillo shoot the armadillos and they gave me this 22 and they wanted me to shoot these armadillos and i, I don't like to shoot anything i'm not going to eat right but to them the armadillos are like a full on pest that a
0: nuisance. they
1: dig these holes all over their
0: like a gopher.
1: Um, yeah their trails and uh, like hay fields and stuff and uh-huh. it's just a full on pest and they're everywhere so um, finally i went out and i guess they come out in the evening Right before dark. So I went on the quad with the lights and you drive through the hayfield and then you, you spook them and they start running. Uh-huh. So you know how like Indians rode on horses and, and shot their bone arrows like while riding? That's how I felt except like I felt like a you redneck a on, a, on a quad. So I'm <laughs> riding this thing like through the field. This armadillo comes out running and then I have this rifle in my arm. I'm steering with the arm and I'm trying to get the lights on him and I finally do and then I... Go and I shoot it on the run, dude.
0: That's good.
1: It was it was crazy. You're doing
0: it with your left hand because your right hand. Well, I was
1: riding. I was riding with the right hand, holding it with my left hand. And then I had to come to a stop. Well, and if shoot. you're on a
0: quad, you're gassing, right? Yeah, you're yeah, right. yeah.
1: So I finally I was riding after it and got it in the headlights, and it kept running that direction. And then I was able to shoot. It See, was crazy.
0: It, it is crazy because that happened, Something like that happened to me a few years back. I was in Idaho elk hunting. And the wolves are super, super bad over there. And they just decimate the elk populations. And they just, they're sport killers. They won't even eat them. They'll go in there and just kill 10, 12 of these things. Mm -hmm. And then just let the bodies freaking lie. So um, everybody's like, you've got to kill the wolves. Just kill the wolves, kill the wolves, kill the wolves. They're Mm -hmm. so bad. And so, and plus they want to eat you too, you know? Yeah. And they're humongous. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember going down this fire road and I come around the corner and I'm on a quad and I have a 45 on my hip and 44 or 45, something like that. I'm not a gun guy. I'm a bow guy, but it's a nice, big, you know, semi-automatic, you know, handgun, big clip, big bullets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're gassing with your right hand and the guns on your right side. Yep. So I'm coming around this corner, huge wolf laying in the middle of the road. I'm uh-huh. like, holy crap. So I'm trying to reach over with my left hand, unclip this gun and get it out, which was while I'm trying to steer and gas with my right.
1: Yeah. Chasing
0: <laughs> the wolf. Okay. Finally I get the gun out. Now I'm having to shoot with my left hand as this thing crosses the oh. road. And it's just like p-cow, 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 p-cow. I never hit him. Yep. Scared the living shit out of him. Hopefully he ran for like thirty miles out of my zone. Yeah. But uh it's really tough. Mm-hmm. Trying to drive and oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. I it highly super hard. do not suggest that. No. Yeah. It's not Let saying. somebody else drive, you shoot <laughs> off the bat. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Mm. Now, um, so what'd you do with this armadillo? I now, po- I, they carry leprosy, don't they?
1: Yeah. So I later found that out. I took a picture with it, and I was holding it by the tail. Did you wash your hands? Well, then my friend messages me, what are you doing holding an armadillo? Those things are the, carry leprosy. The, so I find out they're the You've only other species piss, like that can carry times. leprosy. <laughs> I freaked out. I washed my hands in bleach and soap, and like I can't tell you how many times. And they were,
0: There's a couple of gnarly animals in this world that carry weird things. Yeah. Armadillos with the leprosy. Uh, the girls love to go to Australia and hold the koalas that carry chlamydia, and they come home with a clap, and their boyfriends like, "What the hell? How did I get this?" And they're like, "Hey, I was just holding a koala. Like, yeah, right." Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so weird, man. <laughs> I was
0: holding a koala, mate. But no, there's <laughs> animals can carry some weird stuff.
1: Yeah, you got to be careful.
0: You know, they, we've got these bird flus that go around, yep. and these pig flus, and yep. I think that's where all of our flus start. Are actually from animals? <coughs> yeah. AIDS, monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, some weird stuff there, man. Mm-hmm. That's why we need to go out there and shoot them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: now, have you been hunting lately?
1: I have a little bit. Um. What kind see. of
0: what kind of bow are you shooting? I
1: just ha- I just got um a brand new um. Halon, Matthew's Halon.
0: Yeah, how do you like that? It's insane. I haven't upgraded mine yet.
1: You got to do it, man. It's Well, I'm sure even next year there's going to be an even better sure. one. But um, I had to do it. Yeah. Uh, You're loving it? I love it. I got the, the Trophy Taker option site on it. Uh-huh. That's insane. Um, and, yeah, I just shot my first animal with it the other day. I, I got a nice pig. Nice.
0: Yep. Now we're going to be doing some deer hunting while we're over here, while I'm yeah. over here. So um, you've shot some really nice bucks. I've seen them on your wall. Um, you're a really good shot. Really good shot. Do you practice every day? Um, I do. I, I have
1: been. I didn't before. I wasn't practicing a, m- a bunch, but now mm-hmm. I'm way more into it and have been practicing a lot more, especially since I got this new bow. I wouldn't call myself a good shot yet. Uh,
0: maybe I've seen you shoot, dude. You're on.
1: But, um, man, you know what I've been doing is watching another podcast, and it's um, John Dudley, mm-hmm. and it's this podcast called Knock On TV. He has a he has a YouTube channel and a podcast, and the guy is just, it's all just educational. Archery stuff and bow hunting, mm. and the guy knows this stuff better than anyone, and he's really good at explaining it
0: and breaking down how breaking a bow works, breaking down the everything, the science behind it, yeah, and I just kinetic energy,
1: yeah, and just <sighs> you know like, I mean. You just think most people just think, oh, bow and arrow, and you know you're a good shot, but there's so much more that goes into it, and you know you, he can talk about it for hours and hours. He has all these different episodes, and um, it's I'm so stoked. I I found his stuff on on YouTube and, and the podcast because I just have been learning way more, and it's just been motivating me. And the guy's incredible. Like he's dead on accurate at 100 yards. Yeah. Like um, so much. i mean yeah it's it's really cool so i've been watching that listening to that a lot when i drive and then i've been it's really crazy all these podcasts it's it's really blowing up right now i've been listening to yours Mm -hmm. i've been listening to his which is more of like a educational thing Mm -hmm. um then i listen to joe rogan's and
0: yeah there's so many good ones out there yeah it's it, it is like you said it's blowing up and and you know i personally got into podcasts because of i'm sitting on a bulldozer yep okay or i'm driving in a car i'm hearing the same music all the time same radio stations playing the same stuff mm-hmm. um, whether and it didn't matter if you go to Pandora. Or go on to Sirius or whatever it is. You're hearing the same crap all day long. And so when you're in a position like I was, where I'm sitting on a bulldozer for 10 hours a day, yep. um, it's, it was a good change. You know, And also I started cool. listening to different people and hearing all different, from educational to comedy to well, you name it. you know.
1: Yeah, there's so many, and it's really cool because... You know, listening to music's awesome and I love music, but when you listen to a podcast, you're gaining knowledge and you're learning right. new things or you're listening to incredible stories and it it's just uh it's a you know, you, you don't feel like you're wasting your time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um But I
1: mean, nothing ever is going to uh take away from my love for music but it was a good good switch no, up. you gotta have your music gotta have yeah. your
0: music but you know sometimes when you're alone and yeah. you're just cruising it's yeah. a great time to gain knowledge yeah exactly and learn new things and hear new stories and mm-hmm. and see what works for everybody else yeah so you know i could only hear that leonard skinner song so many times. <laughs> you know? Yep. But I, I did see uh, a Snapchat the other day that, you know, Instagram's got that new Snapchat feature yep. on it, um, which seems to be blowing up. And Rob Machado had one on the other day with him and his wife. Mm-hmm. And they were singing a Led Zeppelin song. Yep. They were rocking in the car. It was all time. You got to go check it out. It was either his page or his wife's page, okay. Sophie Machado. All right. And uh, it was so funny. I was just rolling there, was just all that hair flying all over the place in yeah. so the wind, don't blow. And I really don't know. I've probably got the words all messed <laughs> up, but yeah, classic. They were having so much fun. Our social media scene is just blown up as it's well. It's a trip, man. It's really
1: weird. Uh, it's weird seeing this, seeing all the social media and and all this stuff happen mm-hmm. because kids that are born now it's going to be a normal thing for them but for us it's like I remember when having a cell phone was like a crazy thing I didn't even want a cell phone yeah. my first one I was like I don't want that responsibility and now it's like you got the whole world in your hand and
0: you do you have the whole world in your hand and I'm, I'm afraid to see what what's 15 20 years from now because me looking back when I was growing up I remember when <laughs> it's going to show my age here but you know, we had home phones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when it turned from the the what do you call it, the spiral, the dial, or the dial I mean. yeah, to the push button, yeah, you and know, that was crazy. And I remember when the cell phones came out. I remember when internet came out. I didn't mm-hmm. even know what the heck that was.
1: Yeah, I was What's a little kid. An email? I email. Re- I remember my mom was pl- got a computer and she'd play solitaire all night, and I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I,
0: this is like Nintendo."
1: I know. And it's just now you see little kids that are three years old and they know how to work an iPhone better than I do.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's so weird. Absolutely. My son is all over everything. Jake is so smart yep. when it comes to the computers, when it comes to the uh, phones. He could set any anything up for me. He actually masters a lot of the stuff that I do with my technical yeah, yeah. side of what I do. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's only 15. He's yeah. only 15.
1: I It's a weird it's like I just can't get into it. It's hard for me. I'd rather go do stuff like but then I need to learn. yeah
0: <laughs> well, the other scary thing about that is having that whole world right there in front of you is one thing for an adult, it's a whole nother thing for a kid, and they're able to pull up shit that they should be pulling up. You know, and our social media age, it's it's pretty much saying, hey, it's okay for you to walk around naked, show your tits, yeah, you know, um, and act like a little trog.
1: Yeah, it's well, I was watching the uh, what is the VMA awards? Yeah, and I don't think there was one performance where the girls weren't wearing like skimpy things and and shaking their ass like yeah. every yeah, single performance and
0: that turns me fucking on big time but i don't need to have my son freaking getting a boner over that shit you know
1: it's just crazy that i remember when like if one of those performances would have came on it would have been like oh my god did you see what so-and-so did like that was so crazy right, like and with now Jana it's like, Jackson had now the, it's like if you're not doing it it's weird
0: yeah like when Janet Jackson had the the nip ward, slip, the, nip slip, the yeah. wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. Um, that was like, oh my God! Now everybody says it. Yeah. And you can go to any cable channel. Everybody has cable. Yeah. And you're pretty much seeing everybody having sex. Yeah. Um. Once in a while, there's a nip slip. You know, and everybody's mm-hmm. okay with it, and they yeah. talk about everything. Yeah it's a trip. It's, it, it's a trip so i'm i'm kind of wonder, you know we are, we are definitely a country that is um, more conservative than a lot of like european countries or australian you know mm-hmm. where they do show more of that and nudity is i'd say something uh, yeah that we might be
1: i'd say we're maybe more conservative but in a way we're a way protective gnarlier oh like, absolutely a, like in say you're in France, it's it's normal to see a girl on the on the beach topless, but but the way we do it is it's we like it's it. out there in your face, like look at me shaking my ass, like
0: Rah! Yeah. It's different. Stump it's it. totally yeah, they're it's they're a totally different thing. Exploiting it, just yeah. blowing it up, and it's pretty gnarly. Um, <clears throat> you won't ever find that on my social media, or well, you might. Yeah. Once in a while. <laughs> I need to throw some Thumper out there oh, one yeah. of these days. Might be Bambi and Thumper, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, Matt, you are all over social media, and, you know, people want to follow you. Mm-hmm. They want to look at your videos. Where can they follow you at?
1: Uh, well, I got my Instagram. I think it's just Matt Miola, um, and I'm not very active on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, are you and on then-
0: Hmm? Are you on Twitter?
1: Yeah, I think I got a Twitter. I'm not very active on that either. Mostly Instagram. And then usually if I have like a video or something coming out, I'll post the teaser on my Instagram and tell you where to see it. Um, most likely like my Vimeo channel. Right. Where I post all my like surf videos.
0: And What's your Vimeo channel?
1: I think it's just Matt Miola as well. Okay and they usually end up on most of the the surf sites. I
0: I know that when I do social media, it's usually I just go right through Instagram, and it has the little switches, so you can link it to Facebook, link it to Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But I pretty much do everything right off of my Instagram.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's the main one. It's the easiest, and it's... Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's It's, the best It's a lot of
0: work, social media. I've got friends that spend all day on their phones. They're Mm -hmm. tweeting. Yep. All kinds of stuff. Their Facebook is completely different from Mm -hmm. what they're doing on Twitter. Yeah. And then Instagram's completely different. I'm like, holy crap, how are you guys doing that?
1: They need to go fishing or hunting. They
0: need to get off their fucking phones and go surfing, get in the water, go fish, go hunt, do something. Get outside, man, and actually live. Friends,
1: Actually, you know... It's uh, it's so weird, like, you Stop basically can Pokemon. look at someone's, uh, you can look at someone's social media and basically know their life. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can't yeah. tell my life. Hmm. No, my <laughs> life is completely different from what. Dosers got a
1: secret. I have a secret, secret life. Un- Underworld.
0: Secret underworld. I like that new hat that you have on, brother. I
1: do. I got the new doe's nose hat.
0: Yeah, nobody else has it out right now. So, am I the
1: only one so far?
0: You are one of a handful. one of a handful. Okay, one of a handful. Well, I still feel lucky. You're the you're the first guest to get a hat. All right, Let's I put like it that way.
1: I like it. And I'll it's all be... in
0: camo. You can use it while you're hunting.
1: I can. It's sick.
0: The camouflage doe's nose all over there and. Uh, they're going to be on my website, so people are going to be able to find them. Uh, dozenose.com. Perfect. And we're going to have shirts. Shirts are going to be super sick. Yeah. That tri blend material, so they're really soft.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Make
0: you look good. And um, yeah, they're going to have Dozenose on that. And then, of course, these camo hats. People are going to be able to buy them, and you're going to be seeing them all over the place.
1: Yep, you'll see them on my back.
0: Oh, yeah. And then I'll be doing giveaways. So people can find oh, yeah? that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you they, should
1: start doing giveaways.
0: Yeah, my social media. Mm-hmm. You know, the first freaking ten people that share this on all their social media sites mm-hmm. all get free hats, yeah, free shirts, whatever stuff like that. Perfect. <clears throat> so I'm pretty excited. You know, things are starting to change here. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna go to uh, Fiji here in a month and a half.
1: Oh, that's coming up. Yeah.
0: Dude, so I want to get on
1: that trip. You're welcome
0: anytime, brother. Anytime. Bring, bring
1: the girlfriend, maybe.
0: Bring the girlfriend. We'll give you your own beret. Oh, uh, yeah? And we do podcasts while we're there. So, all right. you know, we got everybody from Shane Dorian to Kelly Slater, Sal and G-Love, um, professional golfers like Adam Scott. Okay. Uh, Just yeah, are you musicians. So you're whacking
1: balls from Tavarua at all, all the guys on Nomotu?
0: No, no, they want to protect the reefs, right? Some fish might eat that ball. But we do have, you know, those big, giant plastic ones where you can, with the big, giant fake clubs and all that, you can play on the beach. Oh, really? Yeah, it's super fun.
1: Oh, no way. I never knew they had that.
0: Oh, yeah, we have all kinds of fun stuff down there. All
1: right, cool.
0: And so, But, Matt, hey, I want to thank you for being on the show. I can't wait to uh, come back and talk more story with you and yeah, see where you're at. I think you're probably going to be married here pretty soon. Four years, you just met the parents. Oh, yeah. Love is in the air. Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. Well, Casey's (laughs) a great, great girl. I love her to death. She
1: is. I lucked out big time with her.
0: You did. Seriously lucked out. Yep. uh, But, you know, at the same time, she's lucky to have you. You're an awesome (laughs) dude.
1: I'd like to think so.
0: You're an awesome dude. That's why I hang out with you. So all right but thanks maddie thanks for being on the show thank you does um once again thank you everyone for tuning in and uh hui ho all right thanks matt for being on the show you're awesome buddy big shout out to my sponsors um if you guys are ever over here on the big island in kona make sure you guys go check out kona boys go see frank and brock over there they have two locations one down at the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel, um, Kamakohonu Bay, you know, right where the pier is. All the cruise ships come in there. You guys can get stand-up paddleboard lessons, uh, rent bikes, all kinds of beach goodies and gear. They have them all. They uh, also have another store down in Captain Cook, and they have all kinds of cool clothes and hats and water bottles and dive gear and snorkel gear and surfing gear and stand-up paddleboard gear. They have it all. These guys uh, have been serving up gear for island life since 1996. They're the one-stop shop for Ocean Fun. So go check them out. Kona Boys, while you're in Kona. Or go online and check them out at konaboys.com At checkout, don't forget to punch in DozNose Nose promo code and you get 15% off. And while you're in Kona, also go see Maverick Sport Fishing. You can go see Captain Trevor Child. He'll take you out on his beautiful boat. It's air-conditioned. It's, it's tits, man. It's the best best boat in the harbor, bar none. These guys catch all kinds of fish. They have half-day charters, three-quarter-day charter, full-day charters, overnight charters. Catch my my that 1,000-pound marlin, ono, ahi, you name it. We'll cook it up for you, too. Yeah, I'm a badass cook. Come see me. And don't forget to say, you heard it on Dozenos. He'll take care of you with a big old discount. Kona Coffee and Tea is where I get my morning crack every single morning. Best coffee. They grow the stuff up on the slopes of Walla Lai. Roast it. Bring it down every single morning right to us so that we can have a fresh cup of coffee. And the, the girls that work at the shop, they're the best. You know, I go in there every single morning after I drop my son Jake off at school and and they greet me with a smile and a cup of joe, and I love them, I love these guys. So go down there, you can see me down there. Maybe we'll do a podcast when we're down there. I don't know, you never know until you go. Uh, Deuce Gym, Venice Beach, it's where I go when I'm in LA and I wanna get ripped. I go in there and I lift weights, they, they can design a workout that suits you and your body. Any way you can, whether it's cardio, strength training, muscle training, um, or muscle training—that would be strongman training, Uh, CrossFit—they've got it all. Deuce Gym, Venice Beach, Original Nutritionals. These guys aren't your regular supplement meathead brand um, or regular meathead supplement brand. It's just pure basic and essential food and supplements to support what they call a clean athlete lifestyle. My buddy Logan founded the company with a food-first approach, working with average men and women like you and I to the best action sports and team sport athletes in the world. Go over to nutritionals.com, grab what you need. Once again, enter in promo code nose at checkout. Get 15% off. That's all you got to do to get 15% off on the best supplements on the planet. Hurley Clothing. They have the phantom four-way stretch uh what is it the phantom the phantom board shorts these things stretch all over the place they're badass um all the top stars in the world are wearing them from john john to Chris moore and we just saw what john john did with kelly over uh in tahiti it was absolutely ridiculous we're gonna get those boys on the show so we can talk about how badass they are in their hurling clo- hurley clothing so uh, Hurley is the brand of now and tomorrow for surfers and anyone else getting interested of in getting in the water. Go check them out at Hurley.com. Sorry, I've been a little slow this morning. It's it's morning time right now. Um, I have not gone to Kona Coffee and Tea and got my crack yet, so I'm kind of blah blah, blah 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 fumbling all over the place. Also, GoPro. GoPro is transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves. Engaged in their sport, GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be. From extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. For more information, go to GoPro.com or connect with GoPro on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn and whatever other social media outlet there is out there oh my gosh um thanks everyone for being on the show for li- tuning in listening let me know what your thoughts are who you guys want to see on the show uh and until next week uh here you go
1: If you don't know, now you're Goes, goes. Everybody knows, goes, no. Everybody knows, goes, no. Everybody knows, knows, goes. And if you don't know.